Hi, I'm Anne, and I'm an Erper. And I'm Casey. I have no idea what an Erper is, but I want in. Join us on Why Not, a Winona Earp fangirl podcast, as I introduce Casey to my favorite show and find out if she has what it takes to be an Erper. Hi, and welcome back to Why Not, a Winona Earp fangirl podcast. Hey, Casey. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Mm-hmm. I missed your nog. You missed my dog? Your nog. Your <laughs> nog. You missed my dog. I'm like, what? Which one? No, all I three like? of them. Mm-hmm. What episode are we on? Um, We're on episode seven. I know. Oh, God. It's called Love's All Over. It's written by Shelley Scarrow and directed by Paolo Barsman, and it aired March 5th, 2021, and it is a song. It's actually a duet by Dolly Parton and Porter Wagner. Dolly Parton. I know. Uh, she's a queen. Queen. I have loved her since I was little. I would get up on a footstool, and my grandma bought me this jacket that had patches all over it, and I called it my coat of many colors, and I would <gasps> sing my coat of many colors. Somewhere someone has like one of those old timey recordings that's like on a big spool. (laughs) An eight millimeter. (laughs) And not video, but just audio of me singing it as a kid. Really? Yeah. I'd like to get my hands on that. I know, right? Um, so so little background. February 5th of uh, 2021 was when sci-fi announced that it was ending Winona Earp's run. So this was just a month before we were to get the rest of season four. So it's like, we only had a month's notice that this was going to be the last of this, hopefully just on sci-fi and not forever. Um, So that was really difficult to come to terms with just like not much warning. Right. Right. Um, Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that? So you found out before this episode aired? Yeah, and February 5th was when sci-fi was like, we're not gonna do Winona Earp anymore. So like so once this once the season's over, we're right. okay, I see. Okay. And then March, so then exactly a month later is when 4B started. Oh so it was oh, just, this is because this is the first one of 4B. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So it's just like, you know, you have a month to process this and then right. you're excited that 4B is coming, but then you're also like, oh, fuck, this is mm-hmm. the final six. Like this mm-hmm. sucks ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but one fun thing that happened in between this time was that there was a night that there was a whiskey and donuts. And right before Kevin went on whiskey and donuts, I can't remember if Bonnie was on that one or not, but um with who? Oh, Bonnie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Emily was on Twitter and it was late night and she was like saying, oh, should I give you the names of all the episodes for 4B? Uh-huh. She was like teasing everyone and she slowly started dropping them. Like she'd drop a title uh-huh. and then everyone would freak out over like what that could possibly mean. Uh-huh. And then she'd be like, I got a roast in the oven. See you in a while. And like, she would like not say anything else for like oh, 15 God. minutes. And we're all like, 
so everyone was just like going crazy on Twitter, right? So then we're uh-huh. we're on whiskey and donuts with Kevin and we're in the chat and like where people are talking on whiskey and donuts. And then in the meantime, in the chat's like, what's Emily doing? Did Emily come back yet? Do you think she <gasps> fell asleep? Like, did she drop another title yet? So it was just like, it was so fun because there's just stuff going on all over. Yeah, all over the place. But so, you know, this is Love's All Over. And then now I'm going to tell you the names of the remaining episodes. Do I need to write it down? No, you just like, okay. you know, think about what these titles could possibly mean, right? So okay. 407 was- Wait, is, you f- love's all over. Were you thinking like- Yes. Like- It's done. Done. No more yeah. love, which clearly is totally different. Not the case. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that we're all like, we hear love's all over. I don't think mm-hmm. we'd seen any trailers at the point, at this point. And we're just like- what the fuck? Like, who's breaking up? What's happening? Um, so then 408 is hell raisin good time. 409 is crazy. 410 is life turned her that way. That's what Winona. Four, I mean, obviously. <laughs> 411 is better dig two. And 412 is old souls. Do any of those titles sound problematic? Oh. <laughs> no. No. Mm, no. So, and then she would tweet fine. stuff like that too, where like, sounds like a good time. Everything sounds fine. And everyone's better freaking out, especially too. Better Dig 2, right? No, but you got to look at it not like so black and white. So it's maybe it's not Better Dig like <clears throat> that, but maybe it's like... I dig you. I dig you. Yeah, like twice over. Or <laughs> you better dig two of them. You Maybe dig one. You know you're gonna dig two. Dig two. Yeah. Right. I, I like your. Optimism. So maybe you have to like look at it just because like love's all over. Mm-hmm. Immediately you think like okay it's over it's done right. But it means that it's all it was over. everywhere right. Mm-hmm. And this was also the first time I was able to watch the show live. As it aired each week and also okay. live tweet. I was going to ask you about that because I couldn't remember if you were doing that or what had happened. Yeah, it was it was amazing. It was so much fun. I had tweet deck going. I had all my columns. I was. It was so are those lot. tweets still there? Like when I can look at tweet when I can look at the tweet when I can look at the <clears throat> Twitter like those. Those are all there still. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you can go back. And it's fun, too. You could actually go back and watch whatever episode that was. Right. Yeah. And then see what tweets were happening. Yeah. With people at that time. Oh, but. Okay. You'll get it. You'll get it eventually. You'll see. So what I, I mean can see other mean. people's tweets. When you start following them. Oh, I can start following people. Not yet, but soon. No, I know not yet. But I mean, saying like, I can. It's yeah. Soon. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Okay, good. So. Do you want to you want to talk about the opener? Or do you want me to talk about the opener? Oh, so I'm really excited about the opener. Go for it. Because it's all green. And I'm like, oh, there's happy music playing. It's green. It's like so beautiful at the homestead. And um, the crazy part about this opener is that there's two things going on at once. So it's hard to talk about because it's like happening simultaneously. And um one of the things that's happening is Winona is dancing through the forest. Oh, wait, before we say that, mm-hmm. I pointed this out when we were watching it live, 
was that there's the pond is actually right behind the homestead. We didn't know that. And it was nice to see like all the outbuildings and stuff like that, like how secluded it was and stuff. Okay. But anyway, so um, Winona is like dancing through the forest with Peacemaker in one hand and a bottle of booze in the other. And she's like, just obviously completely crazy or out of it or drunk or all of the above. Um, And then at that same time, Hot and Waverly are parked in front of a motel, no tell, and um, getting out of the <laughs> no <gym>. tell. <laughs> what? I get it. Motel, no tell. <laughs> Holiday Inn. I always call them murder motels. Um, what song is that? No, I shouldn't have. I should have looked that up. I didn't even put that together. Motel, um, no tell. Motel, motel. Till holiday. So anyway, <clears throat> so they're getting out of the Jeep at this motel. And um, like, again, it's kind of confusing to talk about because Winona's still dancing. They're walking through the parking lot. They get up to this pile of junk that's sitting there. And it just happens to be the couch, which I didn't get and had to point that out when we were watching it because I thought they were just sitting on some random junk in the middle of a <laughs> middle of a parking lot. And Hot uh, gets on her knee in front of Waverly and proposes to her. And um, I don't know, like, did we ever find out the backstory about that? Like, did Hot know that that couch was going to be there? Did we? Oh, we don't know. Okay. We have more episodes coming. Oh, that might be coming. It's a different. Okay. So we don't, I don't know. I didn't even realize it was the couch. Um, but anyway, so. Um, they are now engaged because they are making out um and some dude comes out of the hotel which in the closed captions we find out that his name is dimitri they did not say that at that point but his name is dimitri and he says uh get a room no seriously they cost less than a dental dam so then we see winona in the back in the woods and she comes across like all of a sudden we hear this like gross eating noise and she's got a new coat she's got a fancy new leather jacket she did yeah where did her other coat go i don't know but this one this one she's wearing is like it's got like a motorcycle gang on the back and i think it's like a maroon kind of color no i'll have to go back and look some new threads hmm i noticed her new shirt um so we hear all this noise and then we see that there's like this big dead animal on the ground, which at first I thought it was a moose, but it is not a moose. It's like a big deer thing. And um, up pops Eamon and he's covered in blood and he has this like crazy ass, like meat cutters, butcher. Yeah. Like Dexter wears. Yeah. I never saw that. Is it good? You never saw Dexter. Mm -mm. It's coming back. Like, in November, finally, I mean, for like a read thing. What do you mean a read thing? Like he's coming back. All it's been like episodes? 10 years or something. Yeah. And he's coming new back. New episodes or he's doing yeah, new episodes. Again. Oh, maybe I should look into that. It's good. Okay. So anyway, so um, he's eating, just eating, which I'm not sure what exactly. He's in the butt area of the deer and um, he is eating it. Um, (laughs) and it really bothered me and they're really, um, like excited or not excited. They're really surprised to see one another. And 
we see then Winona hold up Peacemaker and it glows and um, she says, say your piece. And that's how that scene ended. Then we're, we're at Shorty's and Nedley is popping open a bottle of very expensive champagne and he's toasting, you know, to the happily engaged couple. And who do we see there? We see Nedley, Doc, Nicole, Waverly, Rachel. Waverly has a cute new haircut. So cute. She is adorable in four. Yes. And because I think it's the weather too. Her outfits can be. (laughs) This is what I thought. Because I mean, it's like spring. It's coolish still, whatever. And she can really like dress cutely with her new hairdo and stuff. She doesn't have to be all bundled up in big old coats and boots. Yeah. Every, everything about like, I've always thought Waverly's cute, but not until 4B did I think Waverly was cute. Yeah, exactly. There's something about 4B Waverly. Like she looks more mature. I don't, I don't know, but Mm -hmm. I am so into it. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, so Nicole says that it took her weeks to find that couch. So apparently she went out of her way scouring, I don't know, Craigslist or Canadian Kijiji is what Craigslist is there um, for the couch to propose to Waverly on it. And then Doc says, may you grow old on one pillow, which is so cute how he says that. I like that saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's mention that the real engagement party is the next day. Doc says he won't be able to make it, but he's going to give one more toast. And he says, to all the kisses we have snatched and vice versa. I'm writing that down. <laughs> it's now my new favorite toast. Oh, the snatch. <laughs> <laughs> you should write that down. That's a good I am. One. You can pull it off. Because it takes people a second to do mm-hmm. the vice versa part to figure it right. out. Yeah. Right. Then you I could have said down. that at my, my parents' 60th wedding anniversary. Uh, Oh, you hadn't seen this episode yet. No. Uh, Rachel raises her eyebrows and is like, oh my God, okay, whatever. Waverly pulls Doc aside and she's like, listen, this bullshit with Winona, it's been going on for over a month. Uh, You know, this is just a blip. And he says, not to me, it's not. And Nicole's talking to Nedley about, you know, oh, it's like you're really making a go of this at Shorty's, but it turns out he doesn't really have a choice because Chrissy put all of his pension money into the bar. Um. And he says that he really needs Winona to take care of the business in the basement, which turns out Reaper Billy is still down there, which this has been a while now. It's been over a month and he's just been down in that basement. That's a long time. He's fine. I guess he's dead. It's not like he needs to eat, huh? No, or pee or anything. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, true. Um, Well, he also says that people are going to be pissed if he finds out that he's housing a teenage killer reaper because well, they're they are. ticked off because of the potato skins which i would be too potato yeah. skins are the bomb.com yeah um so um we're back in the woods and winona and Eamon are still having like a little chitty chat and um winona has peacemaker pointed at him and he's trying to talk himself out of getting shot uh winona like is not hearing it um but Eamon tries to point out that He's really not hurting anybody. He's just eating and um, feeding on the animal. And she cannot judge him for that because it's just food. So Winona, he makes a comment about like her leather jacket and all this stuff. Um, so Winona lowers Peacemaker and she says that, you know, it's just good to remember that she can kill him anytime she wants. 
And then Eamon sort of backs off and she lifts up Peacemaker and she kisses it and says, we back, honey. We back, honey. We back. She got Peacemaker back. She's I so know. Happy. Thank goodness. I was I wondering know. where this whole show was going to go. They're not losing. Goddamn gun again. We only have six Ow. episodes left. Hang on to your gun. And back in shorties, Doc says that his uncle, he's still talking to Waverly. And he says that his uncle taught him woodworking. And if she would like to be married under an arbor, he can make her one. How sweet is that? He's the sweetest. She says, you know, stop. You're going to make me cry. And then the door opens. And who walks in? Winona. And she's all, well, slap my ass and call me the sister-in-law. Except you. You're not allowed to participate in the slapping of ass. So things are still (laughs) no bueno with Doc and Winona. And Doc congratulates Waverly again and leaves. And he's wearing like the cutest dad sweater. Yes, I agree. I agree. He it, has a he has a whole new like not whole new look because obviously he still has a mustache and all that jazz. But like his clothing has changed a little bit to some funky outfit choices, which I'm digging. Yeah, it'd be interesting to go back to the beginning and see the progression of the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he avoids Winona on his way out, and uh, Winona's like, "Well, you could have told me he was going to be here." And Waverly's pissed. She's not really very thrilled with Winona, and that's obvious. And she's like, "Well, where have you been?" You know, we called you hours ago. She says that she was busy. Waverly's like, excuse me, too busy to celebrate your sister's engagement. And Winona's all, no, I was busy, you know, making plans, intricate planning plans. And Waverly's like, yeah, whatever, bullshit. Um, Oh, and then my notes just go on some more about Waverly and how hot she looks in this episode <laughs> we just skip past that uh, anyways Winona grabs hottie uh, uh, champagne from her and says yeah I was making intricate planning plans for the bachelorette party girls night out mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. turns out that it wasn't such a girls night out as much as it was a ladies night at the local purgatory strip club where they happen to um, have some like dudes all oiled up. There's the, they open up the scene with this one dude oiled up and he has like this weird golden um, banana hammock on and a pizza box. Like, woo, you know, that pizza, pizza box stick. Like, Oh, I don't have money for a pizza. What How did I possibly pay you? Cause I'm starving, but not too starving to take care of your needs and <laughs> In um, in exchange for some good old sausage, pepperoni, <laughs> whatever. I don't think about that stuff. Tale as old as time. It's like a Disney movie. It is a tale as old as time. However, we're left. <laughs> the woman turns into some like southern belle. However, will I pay for this? <laughs> how many dominoes kids like took the job <laughs> thinking that's what they were gonna that's get gonna and they're happen. just like fucking a they just don't tip it's no, like never a hot housewife <laughs> prior to covid where it's they just me yelling leave. just leave it at the door i said no contact <laughs> why the fuck do you want me to come to the door just leave it at the door i already gave you the tip on the it's no contact <laughs> I'm dead to you. I don't even exist. Leave it at the door. 
<laughs> before before COVID, they must have had some good stories. Like pizza delivery guys must have some good stories. Listener, if you're a pizza delivery girl or guy you. and you have a person good mm-hmm. story, let us know. We need to know. Yep, add to that know to the list. Everything. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so um, Winona, Hot, and Waverly are like three of the seven people in the audience, it seems like. And Winona is totally digging what's going on. <laughs> um, she's into it. But Hot points out, again, that it's not a girl's night out. It's a ladies' night. The and look Winona- on Hot's face is just the, like, her mm-hmm. and Waverly. They're both just mm-hmm. like, are you fucking kidding me right you now? you fucking kidding me? Um, you did not. You did not plan one single thing, not one thing. Um, so Winona kind of like just fumbles over and pleads the fifth. And she uh, didn't says that she didn't know it was men. So then out of the blue, some other like intoxicated bride comes over who's by herself and is excited to see another bride. And Hat says, oh, no, I'm not a bride. but This is me, my fiance. And the um, bride, the other bride is like, oh, cute. And then she wants to do shots because her bridal party had to actually go to a Bible study, which isn't out of the question because it's like noon on Sunday. So um, Hot ends up going with the bride to take some shots and go up to the bar. And Waverly talks about how it's time to get that ginger off the market. And um, she also mentions that Hot wants to get married ASAP, like maybe at the city hall um, because, you know, it is her second after all, which I forgot. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, you know, like Waverly has all these bridal scrapbooks, which totally makes sense. Like you could totally see Waverly having all these bridal scrapbooks and stuff. And she's been waiting for this day. Um, but then another stripper guy comes out and it happens to be the same dude that was in the parking lot, Dimitri. But if and- you hadn't have seen the captions, did you know that there was no. the guy from the hotel? No. Me either. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I would never have known. Um, and he's up there shaking his thing, thing, and uh, turns around and he has a scar on his back, like two scars on his back. Um, and Waverly says that she thinks she knows him. What did that mean to you? Did you? Was any of that making um, any sense? The only thing I thought of was, well, is he a revenant? Like she knows him because he's a revenant Mm -hmm. or she knew him because she recognized him from the hotel. Like I, none of that. No, none of it. Other than those like really surface things. I didn't think anything of her saying that Um, or, you know, like how they would know each other. Right. So, so I have this funny story. So (laughs) the t-shirt that Nicole is wearing in, in the bar, it's like a yellow, it's like a mustard yellow t-shirt and it says love more it's like this retro just like your fun Didn't notice yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i know it's what just you're like your about. fun like average shirt yeah. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so so you know how i told you that like if there's an outfit in an episode like immediately oh, it goes crazy yeah mm-hmm. i was one of those people for oh, this episode like that does not surprise me i know it doesn't surprise you at all so i was like i would totally that's a shirt i would totally wear just like a ringer tee like super simple i'm like i gotta find that so of course i'm on twitter and <laughs> i don't even know if i found it on twitter or if i found it just by googling it but i found it right away like that night and i ordered it and then the next day someone was like oh don't you know, don't go from that site. This is the this is the actual artist site 
who oh. actually does it. You know, it was like a knockoff that I was. Oh, this other side was a knockoff, right? Mm-hmm. But this other one is this like specialty t-shirt shop in LA and it's like a $52 t-shirt, you know, please support the artists, which I was like totally down for whatever, but I'd already bought it from the other one. So I was like, whatever, like next time I won't go as fast because clearly this is the type of thing that happens. Right. So like a month goes by, like my other friends have gotten their shirts already. (gasps) I haven't gotten my shirt yet. I had kind of forgotten about it. But one of my friends was like, Oh, I just got mine like last week. And then I'm like, what the fuck? So then I go to the mailbox, which I don't check very often because it's giant and I hate mail unless it's something fun that I ordered. Um, And I see this package and I don't reckon it's like not from Amazon. It's not from Etsy. I'm like, what is this? Like, and it's from China. Right. I'm like, what is this? And I open and I open it up. I'm going to show you the shirt that I got. I have a side by side (gasps) comparison of the shirt. Oh, you have a picture. What? The one on the top is the one I got. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I am not even kidding you. So lesson learned. I will post this on Twitter. The shirt that I got is bright yellow. It says <laughs> the word love in cursive and the O of the. the it the looks o like a wicker ball. No, it's leopard print. It's a leopard oh print God, heart shape for the O. <laughs> Instead of an O, it's a heart with leopard print in the middle. Is that I how went, it looks in the picture? No, when it looked exactly it? like what she was wearing, what Hot was wearing in the episode. <laughs> it looked exactly like this what did shirt. Did you pay for it? I don't know, like $25, $30 or something. <laughs> yeah. And there's no way you can contact like oh, well, this place and be not. like, I got no. the wrong thing. You're getting nowhere. I'm like, lesson freaking learned. sent the seeds everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I probably got free seeds with it. But I was like, it is still like one of the funniest things ever. Did you like, ever wear it? Or is no, it like- I gave it to my daughter. I was gonna say leopard like print. When would I? First of all, yeah, the size was all jacked up. The color, it's like bright yellow. It's not a like retro mustardy yellow, and it has the word "curt love" in cursive in leopard print heart. Not happening. Oh, you were scared. I was. They were like, sucker, come in. Let's make some money off these earthers. <laughs> They're probably like, what the hell is this? This is the first order we've Nobody ever gotten. Ever gotten this, this leopard print thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So lesson learned. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to say I haven't bought things from the show since then, but you have, right? Yes, absolutely. I have. But you did prior to this, I thought. I thought you did. Well, I bought. Well, no, just well before four no. B season yeah, four. Ha- I've got the hat. You- oh, the hat! But yeah. you had the shirt hanging up on your um, wall forever. The one, like a crazy ass shirt hanging up on your. The one that I'm wearing. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got it from Target. Oh, yeah. You'll see that in a different episode. Oh. Uh, Anyway, so lesson learned. Uh, We're back at Shorty's and Rachel asks Ned Lee for some bourbon on the rocks. And he's like, yeah, you get juice. Like, she's still trying to get some booze, right? She's trying. She's She's trying. She's got to try. It's what what you do. 
Right. And he's like, you know, you should really be in school. She's like, pass. I have nightmares about being at an assembly naked and forgetting the words to the national anthem, which is hilarious because Martina, the actress who plays Rachel, sings the national anthem for the Toronto Maple Leafs at the games. Can I look that up? Yeah, sure. You okay, can look. Cool. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know, don't you have friends? And she's like, yeah, well, that didn't turn out so good last time either because she's talking about Billy and she said oh. that she doesn't, you know, she didn't know that he was a Clanton at the time. And yeah. he's like, well, you can't, you know, blame people. And then she, he's like, you can't blame people for doing what they do when they don't know what it is. And then she mm-hmm. says, like when you were a barnacle beast and totally ate Nicole's cat. <gasps> Calamity Jane? We haven't seen Calamity Jane. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh. The whole fandom lost their minds. <laughs> <laughs> Tara from the <laughs> She Nerds Out podcast is still very upset and hopes this was all a big mistake and Calamity is coming back. I bet people were so upset. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, <laughs> he said, uh, you know, she says she spends too much time at the homestead and it makes her weird and she just wants a job. And he's like, all right, fine. You can be the barn back, barn back, the bar back. If you uh, clean up, you don't drink the booze, you stay out of the basement and never mention the cat again. And then she says, I swear on the bones of calamity, Jane. So she just, she's got to bring it up one more time. <laughs> Bones of calamity Jane. He ate her cat. Poor calamity Jane. I wonder if Nicole knows that he ate the cat or if calamity's oh, just missing. That's that makes sense because later on she gets kind of pissy about it when it's brought up again. Mm. <laughs> so then we're back in the strip club, which is very awkward. I would be, I would just have left it by the by now, I would have just been like, okay, well, this is enough. Let's just go get some French fries somewhere. <laughs> um, so they're back at the strip club and the pizza guy's back on the stage with his gold banana hammock. He doesn't even have an outfit change, which is disappointing. I mean, put a little thought into it. But anyway, so Winona comes up to the table where um, Waverly and Dimitri are and she's like brings these shots and she calls the shots that she has in her hands a butterball, a horn dog, and a blowjob, which I know two of those. I don't know the horn dog. Do you? Um, Dimitri says, oh, what is a Friday night at my ex's? Ding, ding, ding. He wins the shot for the answer. So Winona starts to go on about how she would take the shots over another night with her ex, meaning, you know, of course, Doc. Um, with his smug mustache, lectures on her morality, grabbing her like she's a Mustang and he's going to break and only the lightning fast hands down her pants. She's like, ugh. And then Dimitri says that he would tell her to move on to women, but they're just as bad. Um, That love is like a tooth fairy. It doesn't exist. Uh, He knows because he's tried it all uh, because he's pan. Um, So he goes on to say that no love is real. And he knows that for a fact because he's the love professional. So Waverly disagrees that love might be the only thing because love might be the only thing that is, that is real. Hot actually died for her and she would kill for hot. And if he can't feel that much, then she feels bad for him. Um, So he wants to be, 
he wants to actually bet on it. Um, but Waverly is not sure how that's all going to work out like to prove who won, but yeah, sure. We can bet on it. She says. So as Dimitri's leaving, as he's like gets up and leaves, he like bends down kind of behind Waverly as she's sitting there. Um, and he puts something into her jacket pocket and she says their goodbyes. And he turns around to look at Waverly. And when he does, his eyes turn red. Mm-hmm. They were like heart eyes, like bling, like he had hearts in his eyes. Is that what that was? I believe so. And she says, good luck with your strippering. <laughs> yeah, good luck with your strippering. Um, oh, I thought they were. Okay. Huh. I think they were red. I think they were hearts. I have to double check. <laughs> what? They should have made it more prominent, like go. I know, like, like the <laughs> cartoons, <laughs> like <laughs> Jessica Rabbit, yes. <laughs> Roger Rabbit. <laughs> so we're at uh, sher- the sheriff's office, and Nicole and Waverly are walking in, and turns out they're looking for a marriage license application. And Waverly starts to get all handsy with Nicole, and she's like, "You know, have you thought about maybe wearing a suit for the wedding?" And Nicole starts having an issue with all the PDA and Waverly's confused because like no one's around. Plus, I don't think she's ever had an issue before. Right. Or is there anyone around? Because, oh, look, it's Bunny Lubla. And she says, oh, just me and the Lord. And Nicole says she isn't the sheriff anymore and is here on personal business. And Bunny says, Let me guess, you want to institute flannel Fridays and maybe a few more off-leash dog parks? (laughs) Uh, And fun fact, you can get a flannel Friday design in our Redbubble store featuring Nicole's flannel. Really? Yes, you can. You can't because you can't go on Redbubble. (laughs) Nicole says, well, I'm a cat person. Bunny's like, oh, I remember that homicidal puss. Does she know that the cat's been? So that's what I'm saying. Like, mem- she think gets the whole town like, knows. Uh-huh. Uh, and Waverly's like, you know, is there anyone else we can bother with this request? And as she does that, Nicole picks a piece of glitter off of her shoulder. And there's like this dreamy music. And Waverly looks at her with what I can only describe as a fuck me face. It's just like. This dreamy, <laughs> sexy. Really? Okay. So it's a fuck me face. It's just, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. And Nicole loses it saying, oh my God, Waverly, you're so beautiful. Have you always been this beautiful before? You're just, side note, side yes. note. You call it a fuck me face, which is very like ab- abrasive. And <laughs> I said she had an angelic light about her. <laughs> Listeners, you choose. Which one is it? <laughs> was it angelic? Wow. Was it an angelic light? Okay. Well, like maybe. We both One saw it very different ways. We did. Yes. Uh, she says, you're so hot. You're like the wildest combination of sweet and hot. You're like honey mustard. <laughs> Spread you all over a pretzel. <laughs> and Bunny has had it with this. And she pounds her fists on the desk and yells, no, no, no. You do not do that in here. This is not a soccer locker room. And I soccer just locker room. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This whole episode is just, I freaking laugh so hard. Yeah. 
Waverly gives her the business. She's like, listen, you have to afford us the same rights as any other couple. And I don't want to fight, but I will if I, if I have to. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nicole is still like all over Waverly, like a cheap suit. She's just like grabbing her and draping her body all over. Yeah. Bunny finally just signs the license and hands it to Waverly to like get this over with. Mm-hmm. Waverly thanks her, shakes her hand. <laughs> and then what's so funny is like, not only is it funny when Bunny slathers her hand with hand sanitizer because like she's like, you like homo cuties, cooties, uh-huh. but like it's also COVID. So like, oh, yeah. Too, just, yeah, we're coming back and it's COVID and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I get it. We don't want to touch anyone. It's not about right. their sexuality at this point. It's just because of germs. Um, but for Bunny, it's, you know, because of that. And uh, Waverly's all angry with Nicole. And she's like, you have got to go home. I do not know what this is all about, but I've got to run some errands and I do not need this baloney with me. Take seven cold showers and only think about Band of Brothers and then shoves her out the door. (laughs) And when Waverly asks if she can shut the door for Bunny, all of a sudden Waverly gets the angelic or fuck me face again. And Bunny's like, yes. Anything you want. Oh, yeah, this time I put heavenly glow. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're now, you know, um, Waverly's on her errands and she, one of her errands is to stop by the glory hole and bring an apple pie to Amen, which um, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she continues to talk about the word apple, which is the Chinese name with the Chinese name for apple is ping, um, which is also the homonym for peace. Like she's giving her him this like dissertation about, you know, this word. And Aman isn't interested in that. And he's like pissed that actually that Winona is killing his business by killing his customers. But Waverly explains that she needs to pick up a marriage application today and the magistrate wasn't in the office. And um, does Aman know what's, Oh my God. Am I saying his name wrong? <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amon. <laughs> have I said, have I been saying that the whole time? No, just like this past, like said this past passage passage what are we reading from the bible the bible the psalm um so amon is on to the fact that something must be wrong over at the clans because margo is a bitch of a witch and um it takes something hardcore to to take her out and waverly goes on about how she needs to choose a date for the wedding but her fiance is nervous because of all like the those people like amon around um, so Waverly's kind of wondering if there could be a day where they promise a truce, um, maybe just one day. And then she like boops Amon on the nose. And when she does that, she leaves a glitter heart behind and it happens again. Waverly glows. Amon gets all googly eyed. And, um, as Waverly is walking out the door, who's there, but doc, which we did see him in the background at one point too. Yeah. Um, but Doc's there and asking her what happened between her and Ma'am Clanton. And she just says that, um, you know, she doesn't really remember. She knows she touched her. She isn't sure if she that killed her. But 
Um, all Waverly wants, she doesn't want any of this talk about the Clintons and all this bullshit. All she wants is to be happy in love. And she wants that for everyone, including Doc, which he knows. But um, for now, he needs to find out what happened to Cleo. Amon. <laughs> Amon. <laughs> Amon. Or a woman. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, does she... Does she know what happened? Does she not know what happened? She makes it sound like she doesn't remember. I know. I didn't get it. So then we're at the barn. And Which, okay. Go on. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. So, so we're at the barn. And Waverly finds Nicole. And Nicole's all like, oh, my God, I've missed you. What took you so long? We were like, what the fuck? What was that all about at the police station? And Nicole's going on gushing about how much she loves her and how she's just full of love. It's like she's full of love lava. That's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love lava. lava. That's hard to say. And she just wants to burst out of her skin. And she, she refers to herself as Mount Hot, like she's a volcano that's going yeah. to erupt. Um, and Waverly just like cannot wrap her head around what's going on. She's very mm-hmm. suspicious of Hot's behavior right now. And she's mm-hmm. like, you were standoffish, and then all of a sudden, when Bunny appeared, you turned into a horny octopus. And Nicole's like, "Please don't be angry. I would die if you're mad at me." Like she's just like so weird, right? And then um, she flashes Waverly her wedding scrapbook. She's like, "Look, look, look! I found your scrapbook." And uh-huh. um, Waverly's like, "Okay, are you possessed again?" And then she punches her in the arm. And she's like, no. And you know what? It's your wedding. You should have whatever you want. If you want costume changes, skywriting, whatever you want. And <laughs> Waverly's like, are you making fun of me? Um, and then she says, okay. And we also need to nail down a wedding hashtag like stat. And she's almost like this bridezilla, which is very. Like not totally Nicole-like. after her. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and um. And then we hear this like car honking in the background. And Waverly's like, you know what? I'm going to go check, check out what's going on. Someone's here. And Nicole's yelling, hey, what about Wave Nick or Heat Wave? And then finally she says, wait, way hot. And then she's like, no, that's ridiculous. Which is funny because <laughs> those other names were names that were thrown out in the beginning, like of the fandom. Like, really? For ship names. Yeah. Ship names. Oh, I still. You're doing great with ship names. So that's another fun one for the fandom. Like, I throw way hot in there. Yeah, we should give everyone ship names. Right? Like, literally everyone we come across. Like, what would your and Stacey's ship name be? Stan. That's boring. (laughs) Yeah, forget that noise. Shipping real people's boring. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It's so boring. Um. So then Waverly walks outside and it turns out that the person that's honking their horn in the driveway is Bunny and she gets out of her car and she says that um, Waverly cannot marry Hot. That um, she says that Waverly cannot marry Hot and Waverly is pissed and tells her to get her homophobic ass off her homestead. But Bunny goes on to say that she knows she's an inexperienced gay and in fact she hasn't gayed at all but she raided every craft store and got her all the foses. Foses, I know. They had. (laughs) Because Waverly Earp, I love you. And Waverly was like, nope, no, 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 no. How about I call you? 
and she's like pushing bunny back in the car and she's like, um, you don't even have my number. And she goes, Oh yes, yes, I do. And she goes, wait, no, I have an old copy of bend it like Beckham. We can watch it together. (laughs) And then just like that, she drives off and the back end of the truck opens up the blue truck and who's there, but why no, no. Mm-hmm. You want to just finish that because it's like kind of the same scene, but it's so also funny because she like throws. She's like, "But I want you to have these," and she chucks a whole the, chucks all the, the foes f- out the window. I know. I was like, "What the hell was that?" A cat? That was my son. He's insane <laughs> when he's on Fortnite. I don't know. <laughs> that sounded like your dog, and a cat was in a fight. I don't and have a was, cat. I- didn't think you did, but who knows? You don't talk about anybody else other than that one dog. Um, but anyway, so um, she falls out of like the back of the, or the, the back, what is that called? The tail end? The bed? The bed of the truck? No, what's that? The hatch. The, the tailgate. Oh tailgate, thank you. The tailgate falls open and um, who's there? But why Nona? And she has on a halter top and the gold chef's hat from uh, the, the, um, pizza guy stripper guy um and she's questioning about bunny being there and her being the bunny being hot for waverly and waverly thinks like oh it must be some sort of fucking prank or something she does not understand why everyone wants her and the day has and um winona says well it's because it's a day that ends in a why um but waverly walks away thinking like no this is just a a bad bet that I made. Um, so she starts, she obviously is starting to think about like what the fuck is going on. And she's pretty smart about it all because I would never have put that together at all. Um, so then Waverly comes, goes into the homestead and comes back out with some fresh coffee. Um, and right away, Winona starts teasing Waverly again about how Loblaw is be, is into Waverly's flaming ladybug. And that, um, that stone cold battle axe wants to pat the bunny, but Waverly doesn't think that this whole, that it's not funny at all. And um, there might be something actually wrong with bunny. So she's concerned about her, but Winona chalks it up to her being a homophobic hoe that Waverly fixed with her magical coochie. <laughs> or it could be <laughs> that um, thing where somebody gets taken off the market, then uh, becomes suddenly more appealing, which I've, that's happened to me before but i mean like i've never mind so um that's <laughs> a story for a different day anyway waverly tells uh winona that it's been a total cuckoo day um with nicole and then eight um amen and then now bunny and winona offers to take care of amen and waverly says that uh that's fine but for she's for sure gonna go with her Mm-hmm. And then Waverly's like helping Winona fix her shirt, which oh I, yeah, that was t- very problematic. I say this loosely because it wasn't even like a shirt; it was just like it, she was putting a second bra on. She was putting a second bra on, but the fact that her boobs were scrunched down for a good minute or so, like in this very unappealing way, I was like, "Fix your shirt. We can see that's not." cute winona every all the fantasy is going out of those nipples <laughs> that are just squished down <laughs> Never. Oh, yeah her magical her magical uh, coochie and then she's like yeah nicole was all triple x pda 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So then we're at the Magpie Ranch and Doc shows up and it appears as though there's nobody there. But then he finds the remains of ma'am outside in a rocking chair, which how did she get there? I don't know, but it's gross and nasty and she's all decomp. And it's really disgusting. Yeah. And then Doc hears something or he hears someone and he tells him to come up before he comes to five. But what he finds is Cleo and she's just like sitting next to this truck in the fetal position crying. And she asks Doc, like, you know, are you here to kill me? He says, no, I promised your brother I wouldn't. And she's a hot mess. She says she wants Doc to kill her, that she's lost and doesn't know what to do um, next because she doesn't have ma'am telling her what to do, you know, giving her orders. And Doc says that she needs to snap out of whatever this is. And then we hear a sound, a magical sparkle sound. And now Doc has heart eyes for Cleo and she's giving him the angelic fuck me face. And he's like, uh, seeing a crying girl will break any man's heart. And he starts to get all sweet talking to her. Uh And it doesn't take much with Cleo because she's just surprised that someone's being so nice to her. Yeah. And then she's like, well, fuck me. That was hot. Yeah. I thought that was weird because I was like, why is she just so okay with all of this? Like you would think that with her character or with her you know, how she's been in the past that she wouldn't be so like welcoming of Doc's kind words. <clears throat> she was sparkled. <laughs> she wasn't though. He was. But we find out that whoever gets the sparkle and then the person they look at next is the person. Oh yeah, that's true. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so why is then uh, walking into the glory hall? <laughs> <laughs> calling to Eamon. Um, she goes, hey, this, like, in this scene, there's a lot of icky language. Just a um, trigger warning. <laughs> um, she calls to Eamon, hey, Elk Dicker. Get out of here. And then she calls him a phone fucker. And, claim, and then he claims he's not a zoophile. And then all of a sudden, there's like a glitter heart on Winona's shoulder and she flicks it off. No, everyone else is kind of like, you know, doing this and she's like, like flicks it off all hardcore. And um, then boom, she gets Gaga over Eamon and gross. He's so icky to me. Like I can't, even when the, the glowy light, the angelic light came on him, I'm like, he's still not attractive. Like nothing could have made him attractive. But anyway, um, he then clarifies that the, word means that um you know he doesn't sleep with animals in case that word was too big for her to understand um but now that winona's all like google over him she replies with well would you ever consider a slightly oversexed gunslinger that gives great dot 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 everything and she licks the handrail and gets coded that wasn't that wasn't a smart idea she gives great dot 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 everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) then we're at the hotel and waverly knocks on a door at the well it's not i don't know hotel motel murder motel and it's dimitri who answers and she's like don't look at me don't look at me or you're gonna fall for me and she covers her face with a scarf she's like it's for your own protection (laughs) a fantastic scarf 
It was a really good scarf. I love that scarf. Everything about her outfit in this. Everything. Everything. Um, and then he's like, whatever, I'm immune to the spell. And she's like, I knew it. I knew it was you. And, you know, but I didn't bet on anything. So please stop making everyone go gaga over me. And he tells her that, you know, they're not supposed to be falling for you. You know, you must not be doing it right. And she's mm-hmm. like, you said you were a love professional, which at first I just thought was a woke term for stripper. and then he's like girl do you ever do your laundry check your pockets and then she finds a tube of glitter fucking glitter why did it have to be glitter because it's that's because glitter is gonna be herpes of the craft world why couldn't it just been a potion jimmy's (laughs) oh sprinkles would have been better I could get down with sprinkles. Off. No, they would just roll off everybody. The no. glitter, it sticks. Rainbow sprinkles. It totally should have been rainbow sprinkles. Do you call them sprinkles or jimmies? I call them sprinkles. Do you hear people calling them jimmies? Yeah. I say jimmies in this house. Nobody, nobody, not even the woman that I live with in, knows what a fucking jimmy is. In the UK, they're called hundreds and thousands. Are they? Mm-hmm. And thousands, mm-hmm. and you know what? They put That's it on word. bread with butter. That doesn't sound good. We should try it. <laughs> Maybe I will. UK listeners, is that it's called hundreds and thousands, right? And That's a long word. Have you it's had a long name? I know it's kind of fun though. I get it. There's hundreds and thousands of them in a jar. Maybe they shorten it to like hund and thou. Honey, you want a honey hund- and a thou? <laughs> I don't know what it's called when you have it on toast with bread, though, or butter. butter. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sandwich called delicious. I don't know. Anyway, it could have been sprinkles. But anyway, so it's fucking glitter, the herpes of the craft world. And he says that the spell is easy. You just decide who should fall, who should fall in love. And you flick a little of your secret sauce on them. And she's like, you don't say secret. Don't say secret. No, it's not. That's. He knew exactly what he was saying. And he's like, the trick is that the person needs to see the other person immediately because once they do, they're all in. So that's how that's the rules of this, the secret sauce glitter. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Winona is chasing Eamon all over the freaking glory hole and she can't understand why he doesn't want to sleep with her. Finally, he lets a fly that he loves Waverly. Loves Waverly. She's like, loves why Waverly don't you want me? Is- pure and genuine and the cutest of cutest buttons and he doesn't understand why because typically he's in a dock so back at the hotel waverly is walking with dimitri and she's like you know what my engagement party is tonight and i do not want to do this whole love job business and he's like well you know what i've moved on to doordash delivery so ts yeah he's probably making a buck and uh She's like all bothered that, you know, this, the spell ignores consent. And he's like, no, 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 no. There are all kinds of love and that sex doesn't enter into the equation unless that's what the client really wants. So keep that in mind for later. That does make sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, she tries to give the glitter bottle back and he's like, nope, I'm not going to take this. And she's like, okay, well, what happens if I just bury it and I just quit? And he's like, a Cupid cannot quit. They have to pass it on by choice. And then she's like, I knew those were wing scars. And he's like, oh yeah, I had them removed. They were just like so over the top. And she's <laughs> shocked that he was a Cupid who stopped believing in love. 
And before he leaves, he warns her to be prepared to keep explaining why she's not a fat baby. And then he says, you know, stereotypes. (laughs) I know. So Waverly goes right back to the homestead and she explains to Winona what's going on, which they're in the barn. The barn looks a little bit more put together. Kind of right? you know, it rustic, looks adorable. Weird. I know. I'm not in there. It's like barn, barn 2.0. Yeah. I, I don't know. Everything looks um, better in spring in, in it purgatory. Does. It's true. But think of all. Never mind. Um, so we'll talk about that at a different time. So she goes into the barn and and explains to Winona what's going on and that um, she has to figure out a way to responsibly pass it on. But she cannot, she doesn't have time for this right now because her engagement party is that night and Hot says that she has a surprise for her. And Winona thinks that, um, you know, she, she thinks that the surprise is that Hot got Waverly's name tattooed across her super sexy boobs. Waverly's like, what the fuck? Like she questions Winona that she, did you get hit by the zombie or did you have, wait, how does she say it now? Does she have zombie love symptoms or something like that? And um, Winona's like, fuck, no, I don't. I uh, instead just looked in the mirror and fell for the hottest woman around. Then she takes her robe off and she has this sexy ass, like strappy, strappy. Like it's, yeah, it's like very, strappy (laughs) um and that's just to show that's just to throw waverly off though because uh she like takes the robe off she hits a mirror accidentally she asks about some mascara she's like doing all these things that's just to throw waverly off because she then takes the glitter and puts it between her boobies Mm -hmm. yeah and it's weird because she's all like she's talking about Nicole's boobs and she's like, which are so great. Right. And Waverly's like, what did you just call her boobs? Like, why are you talking about my fiance's boobs? Right. Uh And she's like, well, I just wanted to make sure that you're still like, you're still into boobs. Right. Because I don't understand why she's afraid that Waverly's going to like Eamon because she wants to get with Eamon because she's glittered. Oh, and, and now Amy she's like digging her. Yeah. And she like mm-hmm. doesn't want her to get with Eamon because she wants to get with Eamon. So she's like trying to make Did sure you... that she's still with she's still into boobs. You just called it glittered. Not glimmered. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Of. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're at Shorty's and everyone's arriving and in walks Waverly with um with Winona and immediately she's bombarded by everybody. Like they're all in love with her (laughs) and it's, she's just right away up comes rushing bunny and Nicole and Eamon and Nicole's like a little territorial. And she's like, hello, hello fiance who is marrying me. Mm -hmm. And then um, Nicole makes this comment about, or um, Waverly's like, Oh, and funny. Like I didn't expect to see you here. Mm-hmm. And then Nicole's like, yeah, nice blazer. Cause she's basically wearing the same thing as Nicole Bunny is. Yeah. Um, Bunny's like, I even got two phones with the exact same number. So I wouldn't miss your call. And Eamon's grabbing Nicole's arm and she, he like flings her across the room. And it's just like, this, <laughs> everyone's grabbing and vying for Waverly. It's just like all these shenanigans. Right. Um, 
And Bunny's like, did you have to go full on whore at your sister's engagement party to Winona? Uh-huh. And Winona takes Bunny over to Nedley and he, she's like, you know, give her so much booze, get her so slosh that she thinks she's Jan Arden, which is funny because she, she is, is Jan, Jan Arden. Arden. So funny. And then Nedley gets glittered and Bunny gives him the fuck me face and he starts hitting on her. <laughs> and uh, which is it then that he says like something about like, she hasn't looked this good since church camp, <laughs> which she related to so much. She started laughing. <laughs> and uh, Eamon's coming on to Waverly right in front of Nicole. And Winona like jumps on Eamon and literally puts her boobs in his face and says, Waverly is never inviting you to motorboat in her marina. <laughs> and Waverly's like, Winona, like, what are you doing shut up yeah right and Wynona says in like a Jan Brady from the Brady Bunch kind of situation she's like everybody loves Waverly it's always Waverly 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 it's <laughs> Marsha 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 and then we hear Bunny start singing from the microphone and she says excuse me this is a love song and it's going out to Waverly and <laughs> she starts singing insensitive which is her hit song so it's Jan Arden playing Bunny, playing Jan's song. Yeah. Very meta. She just made that character. Yeah. It was just so funny. It was so fucking hilarious. It couldn't have been better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we are now back at the junkyard and Cleo's sitting on the porch and Doc comes out to where she is and sits down and um, she mentions that she was told that everyone associated with the herbs are all evil. Um, but then Doc says that he was taught that when he see that his actually his mom Alice taught him that when he sees a worthy person that needs help, you help them. Um, so then Doc gives this good old pep talk to Cleo and he holds up a broken mirror that happens to be on the ground there. And um to her and so she could see her herself in the mirror and she's and he says uh that her eyes are sharp and that's where the beauty is she survived and ma'am can't take that away from her that it's her turn to do whatever she wants on her terms to build her own legacy and then she's like why are you helping me and he says um that's just what he does and then uh he's a damn good sidekick mm-hmm. And I can't tell here if Doc is truly under a spell or just like speaking the truth. Just, mm-hmm. uh-huh. That's exactly what I thought too. Because he I'm doesn't like, seem like he's not gaga and ridiculous like everybody no. else. Mm-mm. No. And it just seems very sweet and Doc-like. And right. then it's when just nice. Waverly calls him later, like she says, you know, you have to come. You're the only one not affected. Yeah, right. Exactly. So- um, but so at Shorty's, Bunny is still singing, and Nicole runs to the stage and grabs the microphone, and she starts singing. She starts saying, "You know, I too have a song for Waverly," and she starts singing, "Oh, I love you, love you, love you." So she's singing the "Let's Stay Inside" song by Adeline, which is what Waverly sang in the sexy Santa outfit. And then Wynona grabs the microphone also, and she's just singing, screaming something about riding a bull. I don't even know what (laughs) she's singing. And then (laughs) Eamon's now in the mix. And meanwhile, while everyone's distracted, Rachel hears a noise in the basement. 
and takes this chance while everyone's distracted to grab the keys. Jesus, Rachel. Go to the basement. Freaking teenagers. God. Uh, and then <laughs> during this, we see Waverly's like in a bathroom stall on the phone with Doc telling him that she needs his help, that she's been passing on some sort of love disease. <laughs> And she says, no, not that kind of love disease. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's funny because like outside the stall, you see Nicole, Bunny and Eamon. And they're all yeah. just, like still like <laughs> jumping up and down trying to get to her. Camera like pans up over the stall and you see them all trying to like yeah. reach her. But that was I, I we had just said that about how she said uh, he's not affected. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how would she first of all know that he wasn't affected? Maybe like, just so because he's that- not there or she didn't see him get affected or maybe she's just assume assuming yeah that okay. he's a vampire and he doesn't get affected like i don't know but i right. just don't know if he really was or wasn't i i don't know yeah i don't know um so then cleo comes we're back at the junkyard and cleo comes skipping up to doc and she has these little purple flowers in her hand and she's all giddy and says that she says that nobody's ever talked to her before like that before and it makes her happy that ma'am and hot's covenant for him uh actually went bust and doc's like sorry what um what's that now and it turns out that ma'am helped waverly to get out of the garden in exchange for doc mm. that hot set it all up and then doc's like oh i gotta go and then we see cleo being all evil she threw the flowers she's just being a b-word she knows exactly what she's doing at this moment i think so she's not nice then we're back at shorties rachel's in the basement but she can't see billy but we see the chains move and then she screams upstairs they're all still chasing waverly around and nicole's offering her hummus that she hand squished herself and there's just chaos everywhere i didn't see that i didn't hear that part (laughs) she She has hummus i hand squished it (laughs) (laughs) doc shows up and waverly asks him you know to distract winona and he's like well i'd rather not and then we see winona's on top of a table and now, Dimitri shows up with a delivery for Waverly, which she clearly did that just to get him there. Yep. And then he's like, uh, where's the sparkle jar? And she's like, well, I left it at home. And then we see, oh, no, why Nona's on top of the table? And she has it. And then Waverly yells, why no, no, which I think that's so funny. Which is so and Nicole gets like thrown into the table, which knocks Winona and the glitter goes flying Everywhere, and it's my biggest nightmare. <laughs> Just freaking everywhere. Think of a mess. The mess forever. I told you about the time my friend was Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz yeah. and made her own shoes, and there was yeah. glitter in my car for like 17 years. <laughs> yes. The day I sold that car, it still had glitter in it. <laughs> Ugh. Um, and then we see Nedley and Doc and they're slow dancing because like now we see the effects of everyone getting glittered, yeah. right? And we see everyone's faces turn into the, the angelic faces. Um, <laughs> so Nedley and Doc are slow mancing, slow mancing. <laughs> hey, Makes that's sense. a good word. <laughs> yeah. Slow mancing. And it's just a total bromance. And they're talking so sweetly about each other. So it's like 
it's that example of there are all these different kinds of love, right? They're not doing a romantic love, but they're like right. romance. And then Eamon and Bunny are dancing. And then we see Winona and Nicole are dancing. <laughs> so why not are dancing? And Nicole says, you know, I suddenly wonder if you weren't going to be my sister-in-law, could we do things? And Winona says, mm, Nicole, I love you more than whiskey, but I think you're driving this bus somewhere. We don't want it to go. <laughs> Nicole says, should we get naked anyway? Just for science. And she's her, like, her hand is going down her ass. my Winona's butt. And Winona's like, okie dokie. And she like gets out of that situation. But what did Dimitri say about consents? Consents. Right. Consent. Sex only comes into play if the other person wants it. Mm -hmm. So yep. deep down, Nicole wouldn't mind. She wouldn't. I don't blame her. I get in line. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so all the way, the why not shippers just had a field day with that one. They lost it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's when they switch partners, right? Yeah. Then Doc goes to dance with Nicole. And as he's about to do that, he's like, I cannot because yeah. he's just found out this stuff about Nicole, right? Yes. Yeah. And so instead he goes to interrupt and dances with Winona. Yep. And, and you totally see the connection there too. Oh, that's so sweet. And then Dimitri tells Waverly because they're both just sitting there observing all this chaos, right? And he says that his spit destroys love. And he shows her a spitball that he has in his mouth. And that, what the? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you didn't know that's what was happening? No. <laughs> and while Doc and Winona are dancing, Waverly says to Dimitri that she can almost see the love vibrating off of them. And he's like, yeah, it's all fake. And she's like, well, you know, why are you always so sad? And then she realizes that it's not just sadness. And she asks Dimitri what their name was, which was nice because she left the gender ambiguous because mm -hmm. he's been. He's been. Um, and he says it was Amen. I did that not was see a that big shocker. I didn't see that coming either. I just thought it would be someone we didn't know, like some yeah. story we didn't know, but it was Eamon. And that after two years, he changed the locks and said he was bored with him. <gasps> Hardcore makes you just like, not even like Eamon. Even, even more. more. I mean, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. You thought it couldn't get worse. Well, here we go. Now it has. She says that his heartbreak proves that love is real and points out that Doc and Winona's love is real and that it just gets buried day to day under hurt and pride mm -hmm. and that it doesn't always last forever, but it's real. And he agrees to fine. I'll take back my stupid Cupid power. And he's like, but I'm going to need your help to unmess your mess. And to do that, they need to shoot the spitballs at the butts because love lives in the butt. I had no idea that lived in the butt. Well, now you know. Makes sense because Shelly Scarrow wouldn't lie. Right. Mm -hmm. So Rachel's downstairs in the goddamn basement still, just hanging the fuck out like Rachel does. She doesn't ever get the fucking clue and leaves where she should be leaving. Anyway, and nobody, and where's her supervisor, by the way? Because nobody has even notice that she's gone nobody's paying attention to this employee well nedley's in a romance right now That's with true. everybody so he mm -hmm. doesn't know she uh hears actually billy say her name which was surprising because i didn't know that that would even be a possibility and he says that he wants to go home mm -hmm. and that's all we hear 
we're back upstairs and the spitballs are being shot all over and people are coming around to what's happening. And it's really funny because I think it was Nedley hot and Jan or not Jan Arden, <laughs> Nedley hot and bunny. And they were all like in a try ad. <laughs> like, yeah. The thruple, um, dancing or hugging or something. And they all kind of like come to and are like, what? So um, yeah, they all kind of like our first Bunny's like, what the fuck? You know, kind of because she was all cozied up with um, hot and stuff. But then they all start giggling about it, which I thought was so funny. Like, and and it seemed really um, natural, like the giggling did. It wasn't something that, oh, scripted, now you giggle or something. I don't know. Right. It's just weird. Um, well, you have to imagine that scene was like, it had to be hilarious, right? It had to have been. So yeah. how much of that is just like, I mean, it's scripted, but how much of it was just super easy to do because of right. the people they were with just it was like so funny. cracking up. Um, so then Hot and Waverly get all smoochy over there by Demetrius. And um, they then make a comment about how they decided it was just, it's going to be a, a medium fussy wedding. And so Dimitri is about to leave and he stops and explains that he chose Waverly for the Cupid, the role of Cupid, because he hasn't seen anyone this in love since forever. (laughs) Yeah. It was really sweet. Um, Yeah. Nicole's like, I don't know what's happening, but you still seem to love me. So yeah, it's just very sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. At the Magpie Ranch, Cleo is wheeling Mam's carcass in a wheelbarrow, and she's mumbling about how Mam planned for whoever remains to turn her into a reaper to avenge their name. And she's like, I'm not going to do that. I will destroy all of them like you wanted, but you're never going to see it. And that she will not forgive her for killing Billy. And then she starts tossing Mam's body parts, which she clearly used that chainsaw that she looked at earlier um, to hack into tiny parts. And so she's throwing Mam's body parts into a pit of screaming things, which I don't know, is that a pit of reapers? I don't know, but it's not good. And she's like, come and get it, boys. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, it was really disgusting. (laughs) Um, so then we're back at Shorty's and <laughs> Bunny is so drunk that she can't even get her jacket on. Um, but she and and Waverly and Hot were standing there and she actually compliments Hot and Waverly for the love that they have for each other and that it's nothing short of inspiring. And she like means it just because they share four breasts between them. You know, if people can't believe it, then they're dum-dums. Um, but interestingly, you know, Waverly and Hot keep asking her, like, oh, should we drive you home? Do you need a ride? Blah, blah, blah. No, no, she's fine because Nedley is going to take her home. Uh huh. Hmm. The love spell is over, but she's still but going she's home. Still, you know, he, she looks just as cute as when she was in Bible camp. So uh-huh. um, she leaves by saying, have a nice night, lesbians. <laughs> And Hot clarifies that Waverly's actually bisexual. And then um, she said something about, you mean horny. Yeah. Didn't she? Yeah. She's like, well, you could just just say horny. Yeah. And they make a comment like, oh, well, she's back. Like, yeah. there she is. Yeah. Uh, at the glory hall, Winona is back and she's clearly there to seduce Eamon. And he's like, are you here to kill me? Uh, or what do you want? And she's like... 
what I want is to stop feeling guilty for what I am when what I am is necessary. And he's like, you're a very confusing woman. She says she's also flexible and asks if he's uh, still in love with her sister. And he's like, uh, no. And they're going to fuck. Why are you? See- you're so. Am I saying that word too much? To me? Oh, <laughs> this is like a down and dirty episode. Okay, I'll change it. No, don't. It's fine. <laughs> they're going to get it on. Like I says Kong. that she <laughs> she puts her moves on Eamon and tells her, tells him how, to show her how he rides the bull. Oh, yeah, he does say that. You, gosh, what is oh, you're sassy. <laughs> you're being super sassy. Uh. And then at the Magpie Ranch, we see footprints appearing, but we don't see anyone walking. We just see like footprints appearing in the dirt. Because we're assuming uh, that it's going to be Billy. Yeah. And Cleo says, Billy, welcome home, little brother. It's time we took back what is ours. Right. So that can't be good. That's how we end, right? That's how we end. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. So Billy is invisible in the basement of Shorty's. Because nobody, he hasn't been summoned to anyone or whatever that's called. How do you shackle an invisible thing? (laughs) It doesn't mean he doesn't have girth. No, it does. He's invisible. But he could still be solid. No, he's not. He's invisible, Ian. He's like a ghost. How? Since when are you an expert on the properties of Reapers? Ghosts and Reapers are not the same. who shackled him? We didn't see that part. No. There needs to be questions answered. Season five. Stata. There's a lot of things that I need to know in season five. I think also, if you bumped how, into the Reaper, you might still feel him, but you just don't know he's there because you can't see him. I don't know. You're not going to let Also, how did Rachel unshackle him? With Is the, she dead now? Did she eat her? Maybe he, she said, just step out of the shackle because you're invisible and you're really not shackled. <laughs> you could still, you could have girth and you could be a solid but be invisible that contradicts each other completely you cannot be invisible and be a solid why not you can just First, not you don't know anything invisible. about greek, greek mythology okay so second reapers of all, are not greek mythology any- i'm an expert in reapers this they taught me in school i have my master's degree in reaperness okay so in this is, I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's, that's, you're trying to compare a Reaper to your bottle of 7-Up right now? You were trying to tell me that you, I can't see that no, it's clear? It's, no, it's just never mind. You can take it to the Twitter listeners. No, we're How not going chain to take it anywhere. No, okay, there must be some sort. We have very smart people who listen to the show, which amazes me. <laughs> <laughs> because be- why smart people listen to us is beyond me. 
okay. but we do have some very smart listeners who would he's know not a ghost because about- he can't he couldn't go through the door so when they pushed him in the basement right they closed the door they put the slot machine in front of it if he was a ghost or like a ghost or had ghost-like properties he could have just gone right through that door that's why he can be in shackles because he the, he has physical properties that can be contained you if, if it's a physical property you can contain it i think that sounds really smart it does sound smart it's, but so wrong. it's got to be true <laughs> You're so long. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to die on this hill. Unless it's like um, Wonder Woman's airplane. Yes. <laughs> also invisible, but people go in it and don't fall out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you thought that through because now <laughs> clearly I'm right. Clearly. Get it? <laughs> See through it clearly. Yeah. See, I knew if I just had you talk through it long enough, you'd eventually screw yourself. Except that uh, Wonder Woman. No, it's whatever. I'll talk about it anymore. <laughs> so, so yeah. Do you have any suspicions about what's coming up? Or well, no. I, now I want to know what happened to Rachel. And now she's going to get busted because she let Billy go. But how would people job. know Billy went because nobody can see him anyway? So she could just be like, I didn't do nothing. I didn't let him. He's still down there. He's just still wiggle there. the chains every now and then. Right, exactly. <laughs> she could totally keep that up. Over her tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's gonna be problematic that uh why Nona and Eamon slept together. If she gets pregnant again, I'm gonna fall out because we don't have enough episodes left for that. Um also um it concerns me as well that. Doc and Winona are not doing well. I don't like that at all. Because again, we don't have very many episodes left. Right. There's there's so many questions and so many issues and there's so few episodes left that it makes me very nervous. Right. Do you think we're going to get a wedding? I have no idea. But what also I think about on the daily, Mm -hmm. every time we watch an episode, I think about Alice. Mm. Are we ever going to see her? Are they ever going to see her? Now it's COVID. You think they're going to bring a baby into this episode and any of these episodes? Who knows if she's still a baby? We don't know. We have no idea how old anyone is with all the time jumps in. No, I mean, it's been 18 plus months since they were. True. They went to. She's um, at least. Almost two. Because we oh, don't know way for way more than that, because that that was so much. Has right. Happened. They were. There was a lot of time before they even went into the garden. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It just concerns me. It all concerns me. Well, good. It should. <laughs> Great. It means you're an herper. We have uh, we have a lot of, well, we don't have a lot of emails. We have a couple emails. We have a couple DMs. We have a whole bunch of drinks. And I know we want to do a drink Insta Live. But I do want to say who the drinks were from because they're catching up with us. And some of the notes we got with the drink submissions or drink, uh, drink donations, we need to address because they're timely. It turns out people are celebrating things. So I'm going to do that. And then you can read some uh, emails. So some of our drinks, lots of them, keep them coming. Life has been crazy. We're going to do an Insta live, but 
and we'll drink to you, these people. But right now, let's just say things. Mm-hmm. Crime scene Katie bought us five drinks. Crime scene Katie? Mm-hmm. The one who's been DMing us. <gasps> Crime scene Katie said, hi, ladies, and cheers. This week, which is already like a few weeks old already. This week, I was promoted from crime scene officer <gasps> to crime scene detective. Shut up. Congratulations. And I thought, what better way to spend that extra cash than buying my favorite podcasters some drinks? So break out the good whiskey. This round is on me. Cheers. Oh, now I feel like we should really get some. I don't have any. I don't have any. My Gatorade's in the other room because I had to move because my wife's going to bed and she's gonna snore. So I got kicked out of the room. We have these lives that are getting in the way of our podcasting. Sorry, just go away, people. That was so. Congratulations, thank you, Katie. Major. Yeah. Now we're gonna get really good stories. (laughs) So here's to you, detective. Crime scene, Katie. <gasps> I wonder if she Detective. has to wear a special uniform. Do you get a fancy hat? Do you have stickers at your job? We need some crime scene stickers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have five drinks from Lenore just because. Oh, thank you, Lenore. We have Anna who sent us five drinks and said, tell us about the cuffs, Casey. Because you said something about it. Exactly. That's what you said last time. You said, well, I wouldn't know anything about that. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) Jen Green bought us four drinks and said, happy proposal episode to you, my lovelies. It wouldn't be right without some shots to toast the happy couple. (laughs) And then she says, cheers, big ears. I think she was talking (laughs) to you. (laughs) Thanks, Jen. And please tell us if you call it hundreds and thousands or sprinkles and if you or jimmies or jimmies or and if you put it on bread with butter michelle bought us two drinks and said shots 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 cheers (laughs) cheers cheers True bought us four drinks, and uh, I'm going to imagine that they're spotted cow beers because yeah, from Wisconsin. <laughs> and she says there are good ships and there are wood ships, the ships that sail the sea. But the best ships are friendships, and may they always be. Love you oh. too, Salan Java. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> Salan Java. No. Vagina. Vagina. <laughs> Thank you, True. You know how to say it? Um, I've heard it said many times and I cannot say it, unfortunately. Well, I think I was really close. So. But that was a nice Irish I toast. Know, it was so sweet. Mm. And there are also ships like Why Not and Windock. <laughs> and <laughs> those ships. Ashley bought us two drinks and said, and said, Hey, Ann and Casey, I just wanted to give my token of appreciation for the show and what you guys do. I'm an active duty Marine Corps right now oh, wow. and Thank going you. through what feels like the toughest point of my career <sighs> and life in general. Oh my. I know. 
This show is the highlight of my day. It motivates me to get up and do things and listening to it while I work out is helping me get back in shape. I love the show and the nostalgia that it gives me. And I hope that you guys continue to do more podcasts together once this is done. I drink Starbucks every morning to get my day started. So hopefully a few coffees will do the same for you. That's so sweet. Thank you for your service. Thank you, Ashley. And I hope things get better for you. And I hope that somehow Ashley needs to send me some workout vibes. Girl, we didn't know if I can't motivate myself to work out, how are we motivating other people to do it? (laughs) I don't know. Thanks for the coffees. (laughs) I'm like, I just ate a salad as big as a house for dinner that i don't know if that was any good um thank you ashley and i hope things get better you know what it always gets better yeah it always does it always does uh go on my mom has this phrase Mm -hmm. that she said in the beginning we were all like meaning all like my siblings Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Thank you so much for that. Um, those little words of wisdom, mom. I appreciate that. But now I fucking hate the phrase more than mm, it's this too shall pass. Everything this too shall pass, which is true. This too shall pass. Right. But when I say something to the effect of mom, I have this huge, um, ingrown hair under my armpit and I can't even put my arm down. Her response is, this too shall pass. <laughs> well, it will. It's not going to be there forever. No. So I want to say this too shall pass, but in the best, with the best of intentions. Right. Not the way Mary Ellen says it. No, not the way Mary Ellen <laughs> relates it to every goddamn thing. Mom, this brie has gone bad. This too shall oh, pass. This too shall pass. Speaking of brie, we got an email from a brie, didn't we? We did. Speaking of cheese, speaking of brie, who knew? It all comes together full circle. I know. It says, ahoy. I've been listening since almost the beginning and never felt compelled to write until this week. Your random chit chat called me, called to me because I grew up in Wisconsin. My name is Brie, and I also worked at a cheese factory in high school. <laughs> what are the goddamn odds? So, Casey, you're not the only Erper in the Midwest, though I live in the Twin Cities now. I started watching Winona last year, quickly binged, and fell down the rabbit hole. I'm talking YouTube con videos, every article I could find, behind the scenes on iTunes, you name it. I have since made fans out of my husband and mother-in-law. My husband even bought me a handmade gift for Mother's Day that Casey can't know about yet. Uh Uh-oh, are we frozen? No. It just says 412, and you can probably Well, I can think about it for a moment. Give me a moment. (laughs) Here's the thing. Dead air sounds like shit in a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that just threw me for a loop. (laughs) Um, it's been so fun following along with Casey's first viewings, but I'm sad you're almost done. Thanks for the entertainment. Oh, thank you, Brie. Brie, not the cheese. Not the cheese. But the person. The <laughs> person who right. lives in the Twin Cities. Um, we also have another one. And it's uh, from Shelby. And Shelby says, Casey, when you agreed to watch Winona and do this podcast with Anne, did you have any idea or ever imagine what would come of it? No. 
all of the, that was me saying no. <laughs> that was my answer. <laughs> it wasn't in the email. <laughs> all the Erpers that have emailed and called in and the 11 Redmonds that have come together. Listening to the podcast is my favorite day of the week between Casey's theories and Easter eggs and the stories that y'all, that y'all tell are just amazing and make me laugh every time. I'm trying not to think about the fact that there are only a few episodes left. Question for Casey. If you got glitter bombed and got to choose which character you fell in love with, which one would you want to fall in love with? Love you all so much from your fellow Redmond, Shelby. Mm. Um, Rosita. <laughs> She's sass. Um, nobody asked me who I would want to fall in love with. Oh, wait. I think, oh, P.S. Shelby says, P.S. Didn't mean to leave Anne out on this question. Who would you want to fall in love with? Which one would you want to fall in (laughs) love with? Insert name here. This is a toss up because normally I would say Nicole. Mm-hmm. But season four B Waverly, I don't know. I totally really? did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a toss up. Okay. I really okay. dig four B Waverly. Interesting. I didn't think that that would come out of your mouth. Excuse me. I didn't think that would come out of your mouth. That hiccup that you just had. I don't know what the heck happened there. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Shelby. Thank uh, you, Shelby. We got a couple DMs. Uh, oh. This one is from Wandering Ashley. Hi, Ann and Casey. I've been catching up on the podcast. Our oldest kiddo started kindergarten, so we haven't had as much time for herb. I love playing the end of the podcast for my wife when you read the direct messages on air. Updates. We're catching up now that things have settled down. We're almost up to where you are in episodes now. Lisa says that season three destroyed her. Doc is her favorite character and his story arc that uh, that season was a struggle. Doc and Winona are her favorite couple. So -hmm. there were a lot of tears and anger in the ups and downs that they've had. Mm-hmm. She wonders why shows always have to make conflict and never really show the joy. Her, oh, I took her to book a one-on-one with Emily next con to discuss it with her. She's, oh such a, she's such a sensitive soul, winking face with tongue. I guess, <laughs> I guess it just says that when you, <laughs> I copied and pasted the DM. <laughs> so it's typed oh, out. Oh, like it was. A- <laughs> I was like, winking face with tongue. That's sassy. What's gotten into everybody tonight? She tried to make me tell her how things end with them in order to keep watching after Doc got banned. It was hard to hold back, but she loves the show so much she agreed to keep watching. She says it's the best she's watched in years. She's very invested. She was surprised Waverly is an angel. Uh, She's spoiled the Julian surprise by looking up the actor. Oh, no. That's why you can't Google things. He was also on a fun Canadian show called Being Erica, and she recognized him from that. She's mad at Doc, but loves him. And her face during the stairs scene was epic. Wish I could have snapped a pic. She also knew that Nedley was the monster. 
Anyways, keep on keeping on. Love, love the podcast. And I'm sad it's coming to the end. Uh, Do hope you keep things up in some other way. Side note, my wife, Lisa, is a hoot. You three would get along so well. Hit us, hit us up if you ever need a co-host for the final episodes or future ERP interviews uh, while we've got some time on parental leave. Uh, otherwise, we can't wait to meet you when you come to Toronto for an ERPCon. You've got a place to stay and a tour guide should you need. Fun. Thank you, Ashley and Lisa. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's very sweet. It's so funny because it, there was also it said winking face in here too. Because <laughs> I just copy and paste them from my DMs oh. and then put them in a document later. And it had like in the DM and had the like actual. Yeah, but here it just says <laughs> winking face. With tongue. Uh, and then I think I told you this, but we got another. You should tell me I forgot. Handwritten letters for so long. Snail mail from sweet, sweet Sam. Sweet Sam. That makes mm. sense. Anne and Casey. Hey, it's Sam again. It made me so happy that you loved my handwritten note. So here's another one. I decided it was time to fully immerse myself in the fandom. So I downloaded the bird app and oh. joined the Twitterverse. <gasps> Fun. The outpouring of love from all the Erpers was a little overwhelming, but in the best way possible. Casey, you're going to love it. And I can't wait for you to experience it as well. Me neither. Your podcast continues to make my week. And I literally screamed today when I realized there was a new episode and your Easter eggs keep getting better and better. And I don't know how you keep finding things to say when you're getting so close to the end. I was just listening to your 406 episode and couldn't stop thinking about Desiree Dawson's song, All In. The first time I heard that song outside the show, I fell in love with it. I was too busy trying not to cry during the proposal that I didn't really hear it well the first time I watched. It fit the scene so perfectly, but also the show in general. I even ended up choreographing my senior dance solo to it. Oh, that's <gasps> Wow. And your This Upper Life podcast you do with Kat... Uh, on Desiree was so much fun to listen to. And it was so cool to hear more background about the show. Casey, if you love music, so if you love the music so far, you'll enjoy those podcast episodes as well as the music in the upcoming episodes. Be prepared to cry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All this to say, you guys are the coolest. And I'm so glad I found your podcast and this show. Keep being awesome. And I hope you love, or I hope you have a great rest of your day, Sam. P.S. My Twitter handle is at Erper Sam. Oh, okay. You know what to do, Redmonds. Go hit up at Erper Sam. Sweet Sam. No, that was fun. I wonder what the a senior dance recital. I know, right? What all is that in? all about? I don't know. Maybe there's a video somewhere, Sam. Maybe if Sam's brave, Sam will post it or send it to <laughs> us. Put it on your Twitter and then in a month or so, I'll see it. <laughs> oh, where can uh, people send us email like or snail mail like Sam did? Someplace in Thousand Oaks. I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> it would be at 1336 Moore Park Road, number 279 in Thousand Oaks, California, 91360. And where can they find us? Park. On the Twitter, Casey. Why not P? 
Correct. And you can also find us online at whynot.com and you can buy us a drink. You can buy us, uh, buy some of our merch. You can leave us an email. You can leave us a voicemail. Oh my God. We have voicemails. I was just going to say, we don't have any voicemails. There's big stuff happening. This voicemail is from Jade. You ready? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Ann and Casey. This is Jade from Tennessee. If you can't tell by the accent. Um, Just wanted to say that I am so excited for Casey to start season 4B. I'm so glad that she's not having to wait the amount of months that we had to for these uh, six episodes. I don't want to say final six episodes because I don't believe that it's going to be the final six, but you know, um, but anyway, I want to say thank you to you guys for providing the content that you do. Um, it's super fun. I look forward to your guys' podcast. Um, also, you guys are going to be at Herbapalooza. Yeah. I'm going to be there. I'm excited to meet you guys. Yeah. Um, I guess that makes me a redneck. I don't know. But anyway, thank you guys. And uh, look forward to meeting you guys soon. Yay. Oh, that's a good one. We've never had anybody with a southern accent like that leave us a, a um voicemail. No, I don't think we have had a, a southern accent oh, yet. We have we? Jade, Adderbopalu, well, we'll drink some spotted cows because we're gonna make we're gonna make true bring a whole bunch of spotted cows. <laughs> yeah, I already told her that's what she has to do. Thank you, Jade. I know you had to leave that message twice because it cut off. So I DM'd and I was like, uh, it totally cut off your message. You want to try again? Oh, no. I know, but we got it. Um, so, yeah, so you can leave us a voicemail just like Jade did on our website at whynot.com. And we're getting, we're getting down to the wire. So if you I ever know. felt compelled to write or leave a message, we're not saying this is going to be the end because we're still going to do something. But... Now's your chance. Like what? I don't know. We haven't figured it out yet. Maybe get. Maybe we should start a new show. Maybe. Like I'm really enjoying Ted Lazo right now. What's that show that we were just talking about in the er in the beginning of the thing? And they're coming back. It's coming back. Dexter. Dexter. Mm, oh, I don't Dexter. love Dexter enough to oh, do a well, podcast about it. Anywho, um, all right. So if you don't have anything else, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Okay. I guess I don't have anything else. Okay. Bye. Hi. Hey, Casey. P.S. What? What? Dance like no one's watching. Okay, but don't really go. Um, I'm going to put that seven minutes at the end. They're not suitable for work. Oh, yeah. Not safe for work. Not suitable for work. <laughs> I think it's not suitable for work. Not safe. Not suitable. Google. Hey, Google. What does NSFW stand for? NSFW stands for not safe for work. <laughs> yeah, oh. but, huh. I think not suitable for work is the classier version 
Well, it's not suitable. Fancy. It's not safe or suitable. But it's just. Well, who's going to stay home with him though? Nobody. He just will sit on his games all day, like literally. Oh, it's nothing. He's the fine. She's the one who'll burn the house down and find all my porn. Why do you have porn? I don't. But she'll just. (laughs) Where was porn? She'll find. If she, well, I do still have it, but she'd have to find a VHS cassette player. And get rid of it. It's nostalgic. It's nostalgic. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, did I? I didn't tell you this. I should save this for a podcast episode. What? Um, <laughs> did you know that CVS sells vibrators now? CVS? Yeah, which is like a Walgreens. Yeah, I know. They like literally sell vibrator stuff. Personal massagers. Yeah. But so one day I was like, I'm going to go get some new ones. So I walked into CVS. But this is the best part. You did not go. You did not get from CVS. Amex. No, you didn't. I was on the phone with Jackie the whole time. And my earbuds in. I'm walking around the store and I'm like, I'm doing it. I grabbed two different kinds. And then I went to the gift wrapping aisle. To throw them off the scent. Like, huh? This is funny. This is going to be a funny bachelorette again. But a congratulations card. You did not. All that extra money because you just threw it. What? And again, <laughs> One I'm gonna gift wrap. One I'm gonna put in the gift bag. <laughs> Got to the register, and I was like talking on the phone, not making any eye contact. This poor guy had to ring up not one but two. Anne Hicks. <laughs> you can get it off of Amazon. They deliver it the next day. I was no eye contact. <laughs> Medication. Oh. <laughs> yes. And then did you get batteries too, or do you already have those at oh, home? My God. USB charge. Oh, that's the worst. Oh my God. Dude, it was so I can't believe I told you that story yet. I cannot believe you. You need to get the did you get the rose? No, but this one's like it. Oh. Oh, so funny. You're crazy. <laughs> it's like when I used, you used to have to go to like the old times, like yeah. the stores, and you'd be like, I'm going to get some penis lollipops while I'm at it, too, because you just pretend it was all for a bachelorette party. I've told you the story about when um, we were in Green Bay and I got one. Refresh my memory. <laughs> we were at Green Bay at the gay bar, and it was at Sass, that really hole in the wall one. Mm-hmm. And right next door, there was a. Um, an adult porn it was a porn store so um we all go in totally loaded, fucking loaded and crazy and i never had had one before and um it was a whole bunch of guys and me and so they're like this you know like telling me get this get that get this whatever and so i picked out one and broke as a joke it's a cheap ass motherfucking vibrator and so the guy behind the counter who weighed approximately 750 pounds and hadn't showered in minimum three weeks who was probably i think smoking at the same time 
takes it out of the package, takes it out of the package, puts, puts fucking batteries in it and turns it on to make sure it works. Because I I guess you can't return it if so. There was a store full of people, all of my boyfriends, my guy friends, all of us were loaded. I was like this. <laughs> I couldn't even focus on what was happening. I'm like, what? What's that? That's good. You don't have to do it. Are you touching it? What's what happening? Now you can just keep it. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> It was horrible. So Grogan still brings up that story. I'm like, I know it was horrible. Oh my god! It lasts. Did you just, like did you just think of that guy every single time you used it? No, <laughs> not at all. Because <laughs> that well, would have been good for you. Because that would have been weird. That'd that would have been the worst seven dollars spent. Seven dollars? That was it? Yeah, it was a million years ago, and it was a piece of shit. I didn't know. I'm gonna make this a bonus episode <laughs> that people have to pay for. <laughs> no, that would be just as bad as the dude putting the batteries in, tested out. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be on our website in the back, <laughs> our back door. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. What's happening? <laughs> Did uh, I ever tell you that time? Oh, yeah, I know, I know I told you this time that we went to the porn store. That Maurice was, we were so broke. We were living together in college. And he's like, what am I going to, I'm so broke. I'm like, mm, I don't know what you're going to do. And um, so he gathered like, a milk crate full of porn, like all magazines pretty much. And like two VHS tapes, all porn. And he's like, I'm going to have to resell this. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Is there he goes, a no, you can, used you can take it to this place out on 41. It's not there anymore. It had <laughs> booths in the back. Remember when there was separate, like, yeah, viewing the booths in the yeah. back. And um, he goes in and I'm with him and he's desperate. We're so desperate for money. He puts it all up. The guy like looks through it all he's like i can give you a dollar 67 and maurice is like i'll Sold. take it <laughs> he's got like all in quarters and a couple of dimes and two like pennies <laughs> like well we could almost beer bust we're almost a beer bust <laughs> he's like remember that he brings that up all the time too yeah that was worth more <laughs> Hold out. I should have kept at least a couple of them. <laughs> like mm. now they're vintage, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I know. This is stupid. All right, then. Okay. On that note. Oh no. Sweet dreams. Yeah. Uh, well, I will. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>